I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. As Jan Alassandro always said, take it away. For me, Eurovision is much more than just a job, but it's part of me. Giannis, let me say, we were your first ever Eurovision interview way back in January. I remember! So Gisli Baltarsson, Iceland's commentator, welcome to the Eurotrip. Thank you very much and thank you for the Eurotrip. I've been listening to you. Being face to face, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, your beautiful face. <laughs> I was like, But it is cute. beautiful as well, though. We were talking on the phone. Yes. Do you want to have a hug? Yes, please. Yeah, that would be great. Cornelia Jacobs, congratulations. Thank you. Give me a hug. Hi there, my name is Martin Ostendahl. I am the executive supervisor of the Eurovision Song Contest. You are listening to Eurotrip. Hello and welcome to the Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. We are back with you uh, a little bit earlier than we thought we were going to be back with you uh, for a very special episode because a big story has broken in the world of Eurovision. Now, I'm James. Uh, Rob is not with me for this episode because... As you'll probably know, he got married uh, last week and is off to Budapest on his honeymoon. Or his many moon, as I think he's calling it. I think he might be off somewhere uh, next summer. We'll chat to Rob all about his wedding <laughs> and his honeymoon plans for next year uh, when we're back with you uh, as the Eurotrip returns properly very, very soon. But more about why I'm back with you today because. Uh, we're going to be talking all about Junior Eurovision 2023. Uh, now, after a lot of anticipation, the UK and the BBC have announced their plans for the contest in Nice next month. Uh, the UK is going to be represented by a group. Uh, it's a long time since a group has represented the UK uh, in a Eurovision singing competition. 
It's going to be Stand Unique, made up of Hela, Maisie and Yasmin. They're all 12 or 13 years old and they're going to be performing this song, Back to Life. Uh, that was announced earlier on, on Thursday morning on Zoe Ball's Breakfast Show on BBC Radio 2. And we are going to be joined by the girls themselves to chat about all uh, about their excitement levels and their preparations for the contest next month. And also, uh, Lee Smithurst. I think we can call him friend of the podcast now. He's been on with us so many times. He will be with us as well in his role as head of delegation. So we've got all that and more to come. You're listening on Acast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This is the Eurotrip. Yes, here we go then. Plenty to get you up to speed with as we chat about Junior Eurovision and of course, as I just said, chat to the girls themselves and Lee Smithurst about how this all came together and what the plans are going to look like ahead of the competition in Nice next month. It is very, very exciting though. I'll just go over the the main points again just to uh, make sure you are up to speed. It's going to be Stand Unique. I don't know if I've got to shout that. It's all in capital letters. And then instead of the E on unique, there's a three. I've already been chatting to Callum, who writes all of our stories, uh, on EurotripPodcast.com, about whether we need to capitalise it all. I think we're going to go for a yes. Still not sure whether I have to shout or not, but yes. It's Stand Unique, made up of Hayla, who is 12 and from Liverpool. Of course, that's where the contest was earlier this year. We've then got 13-year-old Maisie. She's from Essex. And then 12-year-old Yasmin. She's from Newcastle. We finally got a Geordie. In Eurovision, when was the last time that ever happened? Has it ever happened? I did chat to Lee uh, off uh, off the recording. He says, does uh, does Michael Rice count? I categorically said no, he's from Hartlepool. Uh, I can't think of any. David Ducasse from Scooch. I think he's from South Shield, so again doesn't count. So if you can try and correct the record for me. Has anybody from Newcastle, so north of the River Tyne, uh, done Eurovision before? Uh, do let us know. We're at Eurovision Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and all that sort of thing. Hello at youtubepodcast.com on the email as well. Speaking of uh, getting in touch, uh, let me read out some of your thoughts about the song uh, because we put out a tweet on uh, on Twitter, obviously, uh, and we asked you on Instagram as well for your thoughts on the song uh, Back to Life that the girls will be singing in Junior Eurovision this year. Uh, Hugh got in touch and said, another solid entry. It feels like a little, little mix. Yeah, it does. Really poppy, really up to date. Uh, Somebody else, uh, let's pick out Hayden, said again, very little mix, uh, hence the British identity. Uh, And Paul as well. Uh, Thanks, Paul, said, great singing. The song grew on me after just a couple of listens. I really, really like it. Yeah, I think generally uh, the thoughts across the board are very, very positive. Uh, people are thinking good things might be coming uh, for, for the group next month. And their sights will probably be quite high because, of course, they're following in the footsteps of Freya Sky, who represented the UK after a very, very long absence in the competition last year in Armenia. She finished fifth overall and won the online vote, obviously very similar to the public vote, uh, where people can vote online, but you can, of course, vote for your own country in junior Eurovision, which is very, very exciting. Uh, now, a little bit more about the song itself. We'll chat to uh, to Lee very shortly about how that song came about, uh, but just to tell you, it was written by uh, Sky Adams, 
Jack Erickson and uh, Jack Hoyt. Now, they are huge songwriters. Uh, Sky, for example, has written for Doja Cat and Kylie Minogue. Uh, Jack has written for Pharrell and Megan Thee Stallion. And then Jack Erickson has written for Ava Max. But also, if you are a Melody Festival fan, which I'm sure many of you are, he's written songs for Alvaro Estrella, Panatos, and Dina Nah. So uh, he has a little bit of Eurovision running through his blood already. So clearly, uh, the song is uh, is top quality with uh, with the songwriters like those behind them. Uh, anyway, I think we should probably hear from Hayla, Maisie and Yasmin uh, alongside Lee Smithers. They are with us now. Let me first of all say hello to Hayla, Maisie and Yasmin. Hello. Very good. Uh, I feel like this is a, the first time in a long time we've had a group on the podcast, which makes things all a bit hectic when you all talk together, but it's fun nonetheless. <laughs> Uh, just you guys choose who answers the question, but first of all, how does it feel now that the news is all out in the open that you three are doing Junior Eurovision? How does that actually feel? It feels mentally so surreal because obviously we've had to keep it away for such a long time. Now that we get to just like release it all and tell each other, it's just like, and get to actually speak to people about it. It's like, it's so surreal. Like you can't describe the emotions. Does it feel real? I know you just said it's surreal, but does it actually feel real? Did you ever think this kind of thing would, would happen for the three of you? I know you all did The Voice earlier this year as soloists, but did you ever think that an opportunity like this would come uh, after doing that earlier this year? Honestly, I never imagined myself in a group ever. It's never something that I've had on my list of things to do, but it is actually like one of the best things that's ever happened. So... <laughs> Good choice, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lee Smithers is here as well, uh, head of delegation for the UK this year. Lee, was it always the plan to have a group? Uh, I think this is what, probably one of the first times you've worked with a group at, at Eurovision as well. How did that come about? Yeah, it wasn't. We talked about when we did the auditions and we told the girls this as well. They all came to audition soloists. So they all came in the room and they prepared their own songs. And then the second time they came back, they all came to sing back to life. And then we just, it was just on the off chance, we thought it might be good to get everyone back. So we tried to pair a few people up and we saw potential in these girls and put them together. And then they came into the room and they were like this sort of mini Spice Girl. They had all this, they just had all this energy and this talent that you just thought they were probably going to be much stronger together, especially during the Eurovision and Eurovision. Like it's such a big responsibility to put on your shoulders that I think the girls handle it much better because they've got each other. So they know they can pick each other up or, you know, they can, they've got someone else to speak to. But I think as a group, they just become much stronger. And you'll see from like their interviews they do, they've just got so much energy. And I think they enjoy it probably more because they're together. It's more fun. Yeah, well, I've just been listening to the, the interviews that he did on, uh, on Scott Mills on Radio 2. And just that the infectious energy just managed to come through straight away. I've just been reading out some tweets as well from some people. Uh, somebody had, had, had sent a tweet into us saying that you guys just seemed like a young little mix. How does it feel to be to compared to acts like that? I mean, little mix is massive, so it is a very big compliment again. Yeah, yeah. So it is nice when people are, like refer to you like you're like this person oh, when i like obviously when i was little i was like such a big fan of them like so getting now that i'm getting colder it's a it's a different story like you just seven year old here is jumping it's jumping yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maisie, do you want to tell us a little bit about hearing the song for the first time we all heard it on thursday morning earlier today for the first time what about for you what happened the first time you heard the song 
so when we first heard the song like after it had been cut and everything like it was pretty much complete there was a lot of screaming a lot of jumping <laughs> and always comes in with us yeah always we, we love we love jumping why do we always I jump don't know. <laughs> um, it was crazy because it was like from hearing the demo version of it and then hearing us on the track it was it was mad but it sounded really good i was like humming it the whole week after and i was like stop because no one can know about it so I was like stop myself from singing it and Yasmin when you first auditioned to go to junior Eurovision did you actually notice for for junior because Lee I remember you said last year when the when the singers were coming in they didn't actually know to begin with so Yasmin did you know for the first time when you auditioned that it was definitely for for junior Eurovision well when we met no, it's not. Sure. <laughs> I was like, I'm going for a little audition and everyone's going to be fine. And she was like, Yasmin, it's the junior year. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> and then I got there and my mom was like, do you believe us yet? And I was like, just a little bit, maybe. Just like, just, just maybe. And then when I went into the room to do my audition, it was like, wow, this is happening. I don't know what to do. I forgot loads of my words, and I was just like, uh, I was the bitch. That's one way to drama with Yasmin, which is, is the, the, the ongoing story. Your first audition ever was a drama, wasn't it? Because you were stuck on the train or something. Yeah. You literally turned off like, and just came in the room and, and sang. But that, to me, is like, if someone can do that and they're fussed about other stuff that's going on, you know that they can handle those things because you still came in and, and sang, and I know that you were sort of stressed. I was like... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, Hela as well, I've got to ask you, because uh, I read earlier on that, was it your granddad had done yeah. Eurovision as a, a backing singer or a backing dancer in the 80s? What was it? Tell us a bit more. Yeah, it was actually both. He was a backing dancer and a backing singer in 1987, I think, for Eurovision. But like, you know, in back in the day, we used to do like Eurovision and we used to do like entries to things that was like a show, if you get what I mean. So it was like, to audition for the Eurovision, it was the show. And he was actually in one of those and he was dancing and stuff and singing. And yeah, now that I get to like kind of take on from him and do it in the junior Eurovision at my age, it's just like, it's even better and he's bigger and he's so proud of me. I was going to say, has he given you any any advice or any tips that you can take to France next month? Well, all the same, my granddad is so wise. Like, he's like the most wisest person I've ever met. So yeah, he gave me like so much advice. He just told me to go out there, enjoy it and just do the best I can. And I'm just going to listen to him and I'm going to do what he said. <laughs> uh, Lee, let me come to you. Uh, I remember when we spoke last year, you were telling us about where the idea came from to to let the BBC do Junior Eurovision for the first time. Is it still, uh, does it still look like a, a long-term project? I know you said that you were hoping it was going to be. Was it always sort of nailed on that the BBC were going to take part again uh, this year? Yeah, absolutely. And after Freya did so well, obviously she came fifth but won the public vote, then People were really encouraged by that, and obviously we wanted to do it again. And I think it's worth saying as well, because I know there's a, a wide range of songs in Eurovision, and the, the girls will tell you themselves, the stuff that they listen to is, or you can say it's like Rihanna and Drake, and, you know, they're not listening to music that, that is young. So I think for us, it's it's really important that we represent the music that the girls are listening to as well, which is why our track is probably maybe a bit older than some of the other ones that are in there, but that's because that represents the girls and what they listen to and what they end enjoy so we just wanted to find you know a track that works for the girls and feels like it represents them musically and you when you say about little mix that's like a really good comparison for the girls to have because that's sort of the direction that you know hopefully there's a career after junior and they'll stay together and release more stuff and that's the direction that they'll want to to go in 
and with the song as well, the, the, we've looked at some of the, the songwriters who are on there and they've written for some huge names, you know, Kylie, Doja Cat uh, and artists as big as that. Clearly, there isn't a problem of getting artists or, or songwriters in the UK now to get on board a, a, and write a song. And they don't feel like it's going to have sort of the tarnish of Eurovision that it may have done maybe five or, or ten years ago, Lee. No, because there's a bigger audience for it. And this song, uh, the demo actually had a male vocal on. So it is completely different to how you hear it now when we first heard the song. So, um, yeah, there's not that stigma anymore. So people will just send great songs in for us to consider for Junior and for the main one. Uh, Girls, let me come back to you. Uh, Maisie, I'll I'll come to you for this one. What's the the pressure like to be in a competition where you're all going to be fighting for the win? Uh, Obviously, Freya Sky did so well last year. Uh, for the UK coming in fifth, winning the, the online vote as well. Is that a lot of pressure looking back thinking, she did so well, we really want to do as well or maybe even better than that? Well, if I'm being completely honest, I don't really think about the pressure that much, purely because it's been like so fun so far and we have each other as well. Yeah. Um, But I feel like we'll be proud of ourselves no matter what, even if there is a lot of pressure, but... I don't think there has been pressure on us at all so far. I think everyone's been really chill. Everyone's been so supportive. Um, obviously, there is some pressure, like because obviously, I know we wanna, we definitely wanna try and win. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, we wanna yeah. try and win. But if we don't, then I'll still be proud of us and like whoever does end up winning. Yasmin, have you been checking out the competition? Have you heard any of the other songs that are in the contest next uh, next month? Yeah, we we'll have actually. Everyone that's gone on YouTube. Um, Maze is wrong. She's like, there's a new one. <laughs> watch it now. So then I went and watched it. We have got some really good competition this year, but I still think we'll have quite a good shot at winning. Like, to be honest, I'm going to I really hope like a lot of things on there because obviously you see when like, people are doing it as like solos and stuff. And like, I couldn't imagine me doing it as a solo. I don't know if these could even no. because it would be so much pressure. But now that we've got each other, it's so much We're kind of spread it all out. Yeah between each other yeah, like yeah. becoming for each other that makes sense when we're performing so it's a lot easier i was going to say does it feel a bit different to when you were on tv earlier this year for the voice where obviously you were soloists and maybe you were carrying a bit of extra pressure but now that you've got like two good mates alongside of you it sort of makes it feel a little bit easier in a way because you've got two good friends you do you can chill more when you've got the girls around you you're more comforted. Like, it's not like, say, like, when, we, when I normally get on the stage by myself doing a solo and stuff, and say, when it's like my first auditions, I was so nervous, like, I was shaking everything. And then as soon as like, I walked into the room with the girls and we sung, I was not nervous one bit because I knew I had people beside me that, like, sung and done all the same stuff as me and were probably feeling the same emotions. So it was like, yeah, it was like so comforting. <laughs> Lee, let me ask you uh, about the fact that the girls are all from different parts of the UK you know we've got one from Newcastle Liverpool Essex I guess it wasn't like a, a natural thing to be going we want th- girls from different places but it seems like a really good thing that you're having this national representation in the fact that they're not all from the same city you know you're getting people from from different parts of the UK it's a very BBC thing but I guess not in a not in a conscious way you did that no we just picked the most talented people for the job that's why we did it it just so happened that they were from all different parts of the country and what that's given us is like three girls who've got completely different experiences growing up because they don't they don't come from the same place and that's the joy like we filmed uh some profile vts with them all last week which are going to start going over out over the next couple of days and you'll see that they all do completely different things i know why they're laughing because of what they do in the vts but <laughs> But they've all got different interests, so you'll see it in their solo film. So it, it's nice that, you know, they're, they're not 
And that's why the, the name Stand Unique exists that the girls came up with because they aren't all the same, but they've got a lot of things that they share in common, like their passion for music and, and dancing and performing. And we've seen the video as well. The the music video was, was released earlier today. A lot of dancing in there. Is that something that all three of you are, are looking forward to doing a bit of dancing on, on the stage during the performance? I'm not a dancer at all. Like, I can only do that one move. She's not a dancer. But she got that choreography on point, man. It didn't yeah. yeah. be that long. It was me and Lucy messing up when she had it mint. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, one of my favorites is that there's a little dance room with you. You go down, you bend the knees. But then, like, these are very, like, she, what did you do? She's like ballet and stuff, isn't Yeah, Yeah, I do ballet tap on that. Yeah, and then she does a street as well. Ballroom dancing. So they've had, like, experience in dancing. And I was like, they're like, and they were like, they were trying to teach us football. I didn't think I could do football. Yeah, I don't know anything about dancing. <laughs> well, it looks like you've all got it nailed down in the video, which is the main thing. Uh, uh, Lee, we saw that Dan Shipton had uh, directed the music video. Is he going to be back for the for the main performance in in, in Nice, rather, next month? Yeah, Dan's doing the stage in two, and we've got an amazing stylist called George, who's worked with the girls on all the looks for the show, and here and our choreographers that's so there all across our staging for Venice. <laughs> but I can't tell you much about that, but there is a lot of elements from the music video that will be in the in the Nice performance, but supersized, but we can't say any more than that. I've got to ask you, because it's Dan Shipton, is there going to be a big prop? We know he loves a big prop. <laughs> there's a prop, don't worry, there's a prop. Uh, we haven't got long left, so... Girls, I'm going to come to you for one last question. If, if each of you can, can say something about this one, just a message to, to everybody who's listening, because of course we're going to have people listening who are in the UK, but across Europe as well. A message for them who could potentially vote for you uh, when you take to the stage next month. We, I think we all hope that we inspired them, um, but also like to support everyone, because obviously everyone's different in their own ways. But obviously I also want everyone to support every country and every contestant because i think that's important as well yeah, yeah, but um yeah but us in specific no, I'm joking. um <laughs> but no i just think like be yourself like you're special in your own ways you don't need to follow anyone else i mean i know we're all yeah special, and because, but... like, obviously you're made differently so what's the point of being made differently to not show it like you've got to show everything that you've got to do yeah <laughs> and like when you need to just gotta show it and don't be ashamed of it because like no one gets no, it's not easy to say that you like no. perform on like, like, could do what we're doing and I think yeah. we're doing it quite well to be honest I mean yeah I agree yeah. I mean <laughs> and Lee while I've got you here it would be rude of me not to mention Eurovision for, for next year as well because we got the press release earlier this week confirming that the UK will be back in Eurovision in Malmö next year uh, particularly I must ask about the line in the press release that said the search for the 2024 act and song took place or has taken place over the summer that sounds very final you got plans already uh sealed ready for next year no i'm not going to tell you anything about 2024 don't you <laughs> it's too early to say anything about 2024 we're focusing on junior but yeah it's exciting that 2024 is in a good shape and i think when i spoke to you a couple of years ago and we did before sam rider and we wanted to turn everything around i think that that you know what tap did is they opened the doors and they made you know we can get into the music industry and artists will want to talk to us now so in a much better place you know we've had um two top 10 hits we've hosted eurovision we came second lorene had a massive hit this year so it's in a much better place in the in the uk now so 2024 is going to be exciting 
It certainly will be. I, I knew you weren't going to say anything. I did try anyway. Thanks anyway, Lee. <laughs> I don't want to take the limelight away. It's about the girls. <laughs> we'll chat to you again after junior. Uh, let me just say, Stand Unique, thank you so much for finding the time in your very busy schedule. Because I know you've got a lot on today. Uh, and I'll just wish you the very best of luck for Junior Eurovision next month. Thank Bye. you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you aren't listening, find us on social media at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. So there we go then. The three of them there from Stand Unique, Hela, Maisie and Yasmin just brought so much energy. You can just feel that infectious energy. I just mentioned it to them there. But I think the UK is on a bit of a run recently, aren't they? With uh, with them three and then we had May Muller earlier this year. And then in 2022 with Freya and Sam, just every artist seems to be a bundle of joy with just so much energy that just exudes through. So whether you're listening to them or watching them, and I think that really, really helps for a live performance. Speaking of which, wasn't it great as well to get confirmation there from Lee that Dan Shipton, who, of course, we've all gotten to know over the last year or so, uh, with him featuring on the podcast quite a few times, that he is going to be creative director for the live show and there will we hear there's going to be a prop as there always is uh with dan so i'm very excited to see what that's going to look like i'd love to hear from you by the way at eurotrip podcast on twitter instagram hello at eurotrippodcast.com on the email for all of your thoughts i read out some of you a little bit earlier on but we'd love to hear from more of you are you a fan of the song? I'm sure you are. Are you going to be watching Junior Eurovision? Are you going to be watching for the very first time? We know a lot of people watched for the very first time last year. And also, I need some help. I asked a little bit earlier on, is Yasmin the first Geordie to do Eurovision? I probably should know as a Geordie myself. I really don't, though. And, I've, of course, I'm the man with the spreadsheets. It's not a fact I know. Uh, so I need a bit of help with that. But also, I stand unique, the first trio to represent the UK at junior or the main Eurovision Song Contest. I'm trying to think of any trio who's done Eurovision before. Again, I probably should have looked at this before I pressed record. Maybe Love City Groove. Were they a trio back in the 90s, 1995? I'm not sure. Let me know to save me trawling through the spreadsheets. We'd love to hear from you. But anyway, that is it from me today. A nice short and snappy podcast. It was a bonus episode. It doesn't have to be long. 
But we brought you that lovely conversation uh, with Hela, Maisie, Yasmin, and then Lee Smithurst as well. I keep saying, I'd love to hear from you. I really, really would. At Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. Hello at EurotripPodcast.com on the email. And you can read all of our exclusive stories on EurotripPodcast.com. Uh, now, I'll be back with you very, very soon alongside Rob uh, as we start our... Build up, shall we say, to Malmö for next year. We'll be returning very soon with some very special episodes of Rewind as we look back and delve deeper into some of our favourite editions of the contest. Uh, but in the meantime, don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and rate us five stars. From me, James, it is goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.